Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday, the 14th of September. Today, 22 people meet for two hours to decide the central bank policy for a continent, or most of a continent. It would be unwise to expect bold leadership from the European Central Bank today. A committee of 22 people is unlikely to provide bold leadership. This is not so much policy-making by consensus as policy-making by autopilot. And as the ECB raised rates at the last policy meeting, there are grounds to expect that the autopilot will produce another rate increase at this meeting. Because the current policy autopilot is reactive to data more than it is anticipating the future, the direction of travel for the European economy, which is towards more disinflation, probably matters less than the value of the last data point. An ECB that was anticipating what happens next would probably not be raising rates. Were I allowed a vote, which being British of course is impossible, I would not be voting for a rate increase. But the ECB today probably will raise rates once again. From the United States, we've got a couple of important pieces of data. There are retail sales numbers, which in the States do include some fund spending, as restaurant spending is included. The increase in fuel prices means that gasoline sales will increase and push up the headline retail sales rate. Retail sales measures the value of goods sold, not the volume. That higher gasoline price may have caused auto owners in the States to divert money away from other forms of spending, which would mean a change in the composition of retail sales. We heard earlier this week about the decline in real medium household incomes last year, and that is a constraint on consumers' ability to spend. But the ongoing moderation of inflation this year, especially for middle-income households, does limit how far that constraint is likely to exert itself. Because of the way housing costs are measured, the inflation reality for homeowners is probably at a rate that is now below 2% year over year, and that has meaning for spending firepower. There is also US producer price inflation data, mercifully free of the fiction of the owner's equivalent rent housing measure. This means that the producer price inflation levels will be lower than was the case with the consumer price inflation levels. The fact that US consumer durable goods prices continue in deflation is also indicative of where producer price pressures are likely to be. Nevertheless, as with consumer prices, the headline number will be supported by higher energy prices. The core number is likely to continue to experience disinflation. Following yesterday's benign consumer price inflation data, which was even more modest in the detail than it was in the headlines, today's numbers should help to reinforce the idea of a US Federal Reserve that is going to be on hold as far as policy is concerned. China has criticised the European Union's probe into electric vehicle subsidies in another sign of the sort of tensions that investors do sadly need to get used to. Some of these investigations will be legitimate, but we need to consider that the structural economic climate is going to encourage economic nationalism. Economic nationalism and prejudice politics will therefore be the backdrop which international relations will have to struggle against. In a world that is more populist and more focused on single-issue politics rather than collective party politics, this represents a challenge for investors.
it's difficult to know where the next incident or nationalistic focal point is going to arise. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.